the Spartan Mind Strength Podcast, the podcast for mental grit and resilience. Hosted by V. Binga and Tim Ganley. Hello, this is Tim. And this is V. And we welcome you to another episode of the Spartan Mind Strength Podcast. And this one is part of... The good, the bad, and the ugly of yoga poses. And this one is probably going to be the most controversial pose yet. Ever. (laughs) I say just yet. (laughs) I'm sure there's going to be more. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. And we're back. And we're getting ready to talk about the pose. The The pose. pose. (laughs) And the first who brings you this course. Yoga Energy School, the greatest. Or actually, who are you going to hate after listening to this course? (laughs) Yoga Energy School, the greatest Yoga Alliance registered teacher training for 200 hour and 300 hour, private and online. Perfect. So... I'll let you say it. Ooh. Say it in Sanskrit. (laughs) Garbhasana. This is probably the one pose that we get asked the most of. Mm -hmm. Uh, We taught a 300 down in uh, South Florida, and it was more of an Iyengar-based studio, and they hated you for this. (laughs) Uh, and, uh, And then we also get asked it a lot online. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also in our teacher trainings, always comes up. Mm-hmm. And when we used to have the studio, people would ask about it, but not so much after they got used to seeing why. And when they got the answer, they like, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, exactly. So, so tell me why, and this was a question brought to you, <laughs> why do you hate <laughs> child's pose? Ah, uh, so many things. Well, um, let's put it this way. (laughs) I don't hate the child's pose. I hate the way it's being taught, the way it's being brought to people. I I hate the misinformation that's around child's pose. What happens is... uh, People, people assume, people assume that child's pose is relaxing and nurturing and grounding and, oh, it's like going back into the womb gives you that safety, security, comfort, whatever that fluff about child's pose. And all I have to say is the way that it's being used is actually the worst thing you can tell a person to do when they come to your yoga class. What I used to say is if you're going to tell somebody to do child's pose, just tell them to not even bother to come to the class. Mm -hmm. They get a lot more out of just sitting on their couch that's and eating so, bonbons so you're <laughs> saying that 
child's pose is less important than sitting on the couch eating bonbons. Yeah, exactly. It's worse. It's worse than that. It's worse than sitting on the couch eating bonbons. But, but, the integrative yoga therapy, I-Y-T-I, whatever they are. Yeah, the I-A-Y-T. Yep. They say that it facilitates forward flexion in the spine, hips, and knees. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much everything that yeah. when you go forward does exactly, that, right? Yeah. Yes, exactly. So, so yeah. you can do that in, in so many other things. Exactly. You can do it on the couch mm -hmm. when you reach for the bonbons. <laughs> yes, yes. It, but it, they also say it massages the ab abdominal organs, specifically the kidneys and the adrenal glands. Again. Yep. That was yep. that was also the other one. That it, goes in uh, the back bend. Yeah. Yes. So doing a forward fold and a back bend both do yep. the yeah. So and then it says it's also good for cramps and constipation. <laughs> so if you got to poop, <laughs> do child's pose. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah. but but the last is it heals, relaxes, and rejuvenates the entire body. Heals. Yes, it says it heals, mm -hmm. relaxes, and rejuvenates the entire body. I've never felt rejuvenated after child's pose. In no. fact, it's, for me, it's hard to breathe. Exactly. And actually, that's what most people say. Most people uh, say that the, uh, child's pose is very uncomfortable for them uh, on uh, the knees, the mm -hmm. shoulders also, and the breathing, because it compresses them, depending, depending on the proportion of their body, depending on the size of the thighs, the size of the abdomen, the size of the chest, depending on the shape of the bones, how much their hips allow them to go into that forward flexion, it can be extremely uncomfortable. Isn't also the size of the chest? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the size <clears throat> of the chest. I yep. thought I said. Oh, okay. Never mind. Yeah. Uh, but uh, uh, also, depending on I'm all that... I'm not listening to you this one. <laughs> I've heard this one so many times, but I'm just not paying attention. <laughs> depending on all of that, is, uh, the, it, puts the, it can put the head below the heart. And that's inversion... And staying in it long term can do the same damage than so it's not healing it, everything. No, 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 no. It's um, and that actually the the other bad thing is did it have any contraindications? Oh yeah. Oh, oh okay. yeah. You ready for okay. it? Okay. Yeah. Contraindications are uses modified or use modified version for pregnancy mm -hmm. and uh, those with knee, neck, and low back pain. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. But at least it <coughs> says those with uh, knee, uh, uh, neck, and low back pain, mm -hmm. right? Uh, the Ayur Yoga, yes, uh, the from the Ayurvedic Institute, Dr. Lutz School, has no contraindications and no caution. And that's why I wanted to know what you had there. Uh, there are. Uh, Benefits is reduces vata and pita, which <laughs> is... Uh, For me, it balances all five elements. It uh, works on the vata, pita, and kapha. And kapha. This yes. only says uh, vata and pita. Oh, and it also relaxes all seven of your chakras. 
Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, it says, uh, this one says that it uh, lets you uh, have the full yogic breath so you can create an expansive and flowing energy. And speaking of the chakras, it, uh, it opens the third eye. Oh, wow. Yep. <laughs> I've actually watched somebody's eye open when they were in child's pose. Or was that them trying to grasp for air opening their mouth, I think? Yeah, it's um, it's amazing. And then the main organs affected, just like yours, adrenal glands and kidneys and uh, the GI tract and the genital urinary uh, set of organs. And uh, it's helpful in regulating diabetes. Wow. Regulating diabetes, asthma. I'm not sure how that can uh -huh. be when most people say... Who they have no yeah. asthma issues, they can't breathe. <laughs> Chronic fatigue and illnesses of the genitourinary tract and okay. the digestive system. And rests and tones the nervous system. Really? Yes. So I can tone my nervous system just by going into that pose? Sweet. Yeah. Because it, I know they have science-based evidence that says <laughs> that. Yeah, oh, it, was it the um diddy um diddy um diddy um guru? Well, they did it enough. Their third eye opened, and, and then, then they realized they the, realized all yep. of this. It's um, uh, the misinformation that's out there is uh, huge. So the worst part is that people think by doing that. Uh, going to a yoga class and doing that, or just staying at home and doing that, people think they are going to receive great benefits. So it's more of a placebo. It is, it is. It's well, yeah, it is a placebo. So then someone can say, "Well, it works," mm -hmm. right? Uh, it depends how much they believe in it. But what it does is it makes them weaker than they were already walking into the class. Yep, and I want to talk about that when we come back. Stay tuned. Do you like what you hear? The Spartan Mind Strength Podcast is available on Apple Podcasts and all other popular podcast destinations. Please subscribe today and consider leaving us a rating and review. It helps us spread the word and help others find our content. Don't forget to leave a comment and any questions you may have. Tim and V would love to hear from you. And we're back. So one of the things that we do teach a lot in our 200 and in our 300 is related to body language. Because body language is an extremely important part of the business aspect of running a good yoga studio or teaching a great class and actually running a great studio. Yeah. Uh, if you have poor body language, you chase people that want to give you money out of the studio, especially when you're dealing with private clients. So body language is huge. And if you don't understand body language, you can get rid of a lot of your money that you could possibly have brought in. And Child's pose is one of those that is huge. I know, and I'm going to just jump into mountain pose, Tadasana. Uh, we don't teach it with our feet together because that is not mountain. Exactly. You're not strong because your feet are touching together. You're actually weak because you can be pushed over at that point. 
So that's a little bit of the body language that standing in a more mountain-ish stance is more important for the mind. Child's pose is a... Child's pose is a submissive pose. It's completely Mm. submissive pose because... And it's... You're bowing to the teacher. Exactly, exactly, exactly. And you can't say that, oh, it gives you that safety back, safety and security, because that's false sense of safety and security. Because the body language, which is science will tell your brain, will tell your nervous system that you're weak. You are weak, you are quitting, you are hiding. You are going back into your cocoon because you are not strong enough to face the world, to face reality. That's a, it's a, it's detrimental. And it was brought to, it wasn't brought to us by the Ashtanga, not no. not during that time. It was yeah. brought to us by the gurus down the lane exactly. that wanted people to worship them. Exactly. And I remember going to several different courses, and yeah. that we were supposed to worship. Yes, our teacher. Yeah, worship. Absolutely. Yes, you yeah. couldn't point your the I, soles of your feet toward them. Remember that? Yeah. You can't. You couldn't uh, question. Yes. You couldn't do. You had to treat them almost like they were a god. Exactly. And they weren't even close to being uh, it, human. Uh, they were not deserving even, a lot of them were not even deserving the respect. Yes. So, so child's pose is literally a worshiping your guru pose. Exactly. Because, and I'll go back to the guru. You had, the guru was always uh, sitting a little higher. Yeah. And you had to sit by their feet. Mm-hmm. And during Savasana, during the corpse pose, you had to face the other way. Yes. So that your feet were not uh, pointing towards them. And even during class, you couldn't stretch your feet out because no part of your foot was uh, supposed to face them. Yeah. They had a long, one of them had a long list of things that you exactly. were not allowed to do prior to taking the course. Exactly. And that was pushed into your brain yes. that the guru is, and even the one uh, that we brought to one of our teacher trainings yes. in the beginning who got terminated, we fired him uh, because he couldn't, uh, uh, he couldn't sleep near the ocean because it, it was, was too, too loud. loud. The waves were, yeah, yeah. But he can teach you how to meditate, but he couldn't sleep near yes. the ocean because it was too loud and it kept him awake. Yeah. Wow. That tells you how great a freaking guru is. Yeah. Uh, but uh, so he taught all these different things, and he expected both of us to mm-hmm. continue to give him money. Mm-hmm. And he actually even wanted both of us to move in with him mm-hmm. to uh, to take he's care of his yard. Mom. Yeah. Yes. To take care of his yard and to clean his house and clean his toilet. He and he still has people doing he that. Does that's the sad part? He yeah. Yes, that's the sad part. So the child's pose, the way it is thought, it is actually bowing down. If you, uh, Look at the movement. Uh-huh. <laughs> it is actually bowing down to the guru. Yes, and that's why it was um, brought in. Iyengar was huge with that, yes. right? Yeah. <laughs> so, so you got that. Now I want to go into that. That one is, there's nothing good about it. No. Uh, it's completely bad. And it's not that, uh, uh, it's quite ugly. 
it there's nothing actually, pretty about it. Is, it. Exactly. Yep. It is so, quite ugly. Unless yeah. you're the guru, and yes. then it's gorgeous for you. <laughs> uh, but uh, it's it's ugly, and it's useless, so it's ugly and bad, mm-hmm. And but it is... Good for the guru. Uh-huh. <laughs> so what would you do? What pose? If you're tired in class, would you tell your students to, okay, take a break. If you feel tired, go... Uh, in the child's pose. No, never, never, never. What did you tell them? I well, if I, you're tired. If you are tired, just pace yourself. You can have a sip of water. So you told them go to the drinking fountain instead. Exactly. <laughs> well, first of all, first of all, to be thousand percent accurate, I never gave them a break during class. There is no break. Because the moment the teacher says break, the, you, the teacher interrupts the flow and says everybody, lets everybody know that it's okay to do nothing. No. Before any new student, because the other ones, if you had they been are, to the yeah. class once, you knew. But any new student, I would say, you are not going to hear me say take a break. If you need to take a break... If you need to go to the bathroom, if you need to have a sip of water, whatever you need to do, you decide, pace yourself. You can sit on the mat if you want. If you are going to throw up, please go outside. Don't do it inside. Yes. (laughs) Now, and I remember we would have students coming from other classes, courses, and they they couldn't do a chaturanga. Yes. Properly. Yeah. They had to do all these weird things because they didn't have enough strength to lower their body to the ground. Yeah. Chadaraga or the six yep. or the eight. Or they couldn't do a they couldn't hold a chair for a minute yeah. uh, or, or two a or three. Uh, or they couldn't uh, do all these different things, mm-hmm. especially the, all the balancing poses mm-hmm. we did. Uh, but they sure could do child's pose. Yeah, exactly. They'd they jump in child's pose. Everybody else be standing there in like tree holding it and going uh-huh. into a flow from yeah. like a tree to Shiva mm-hmm. to standing head to knee to all these different things. And the the, the other ones that were there would drop into child's pose. Now yep. we never talked about nope. dropping into child's pose. Nope, never. So, but they were, they were happy at doing that. Yes. So, wow, you're paying us fifteen, twenty dollars a class to to sleep. Exactly. That's why I said stay at home, please. Yep. So in our classes, for to give the pe- we had the concept of the active rest, right? You do things, uh, you target one area, then you shift to the other and all that. But what we were teaching in between real extreme things, real extreme flows that has huge benefits, dramatically huge benefits, especially compared to the child's pose, was the cat-cow. Yes. Tabletop cat-cow. Yep. And that's the greatest thing. And works their uh, spine, uh-huh. <laughs> works their hamstrings, works uh, their uh, low back, thoracic, cervical spine, all of it, and allows them to find their nose breathing again. So would you say cat-cow would be better than doing both child's pose and wheel? Oh my goodness, yes. And yes. a lot safer. A lot safer, a lot safer and with huge benefits. And actually, exercise physiology is showing more and more 
the huge benefits of the cat-cow. That's why we even started incorporating it a little bit more. Instead of doing one cat-cow, mm-hmm. do two real intense cat-cows, exaggerated. And it is all how, how you are doing it, how yeah. you are teaching it. But if you teach it properly, cat-cow is way better than wheel and child's pose. So now if I get this right, you would, instead of teaching child's pose, Mm -hmm. uh, it would be better off to stay at home and watch TV. Oh, absolutely. So so could this be brought to you by NBC, CBS? (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) By by all the cable TV channels. And And, and what's what's the place that sells all the couches? Uh, oh, Lazy Boy. Oh, Lazy and all Boy. That. Yeah, That's yeah, right. Yeah. yeah so forget. brought to you by Lazy Boy. <laughs> uh, so, and we never taught, well, we did a long, long time ago, but uh, we don't teach child's pose at all anymore. Uh, well, uh, oh, we teach we it. We tell me, teach tell me. it as a part of a very specific flow the Ayurvedic moon uh, salutations, but you don't stay in it at all. It's for all the people that can't do <laughs> they can't do real sun salutations, the sun uh-huh. sun salutations. You can use uh, the moon salutations and child's pose is the very quick transition. Would you teach it in private one-on-one? Uh, completely restorative. Okay. Completely restorative with tons of props. So, so restorative, for, maybe. For very specific. For very, very, very specific. Mm-hmm. You would have to pay me a lot of money to teach <laughs> you to teach you that. <laughs> Perfect. So, basically, no, no, and no, no. <laughs> to this pose. Exactly. Until next time, much, much love from both of us. Namaste kala. May we all be well, adapt, and thrive. If you found today's show helpful, please give us a rating, a review, or both. And subscribe to the podcast and never miss an episode. As always, namaste kala, which in Greek means... May we all be well. This program, Copyright True Fitness Incorporated, all rights reserved.